Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's happening, everyone? This is Ashley Shuler, your business system strategist, and we are back for another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. This is the order of operation season. We're talking about all things work, how we manage it, how we manage our projects, all this fun stuff. In today's topic, we're focusing really on you and the team. And this really came out of a question that someone asked which is, man, I haven't really figured out how we can, we as a team can really produce consistently and effectively. And so it brought me to this point of what if it's not really the work and it's really the team dynamic, right? It's really the people thing. So let's talk about what are some of these elements to actually successfully manage our projects and the work that we're doing. Let me tell you, this is really a tough realization because oftentimes we are thinking that, A, it's like it's the person. It's the person that can't get it done. And maybe in some respects, it is the person because maybe the skills aren't matched up appropriately. But let's actually look at it from a different lens. Let's actually look at it from the lens of, do we actually understand who our people are, what their talents are, and where they actually fit in the grand scheme of the work that we're producing? Now that we've set the stage for what we're talking about today, let's look at this through four different lenses. Number one, the people factor. So I've been a part of a personal and professional development community for a couple of years now, and also another entrepreneurship group as well, attended some different trainings and whatnot. And really what it boils down to is one key tactic of really building team is personal and professional development assessments. We're talking about the Enneagram. We're talking about Colby. We're talking about Strength Finders. I love Strength Finders, to be honest. It's like one of my favorite ones. And I actually have five, the top five strengths of mine are positivity, futuristic, learner, connectedness, and woo. So shout out to Juan Alvarado. He provided me with the test and he coached me through it and it was phenomenal. Make sure you go check out that episode. It's one of my earlier episodes with Juan Alvarado. We talk about team, we talk about strength finders, all this good stuff. And last but not least, the DISC assessment. And that is truly, again, one of my favorite ones, right? Right? It's like neck and neck with Strength Finders. But I really love it because it really shows who you are naturally. And then also, conversely, who you are in the adaptive. And so it talks about your strengths. It talks about your job climate and where you need to work to flourish. It talks about what you're naturally gifted at. I love it. And for my DISC assessment, I am an 88S, which is all about pace and that stability piece. And then also a very high I, which is interactive, someone that does enjoy people, which I do. And uh, it definitely is superb just in terms of understanding who you are and self. So a key part of managing projects is number one, also knowing who your people are, their skills, what they're good at, so that you can properly place them in charge of components of a project that you're trying to execute. And there's this other factor, team communication. 
And I'll tell you, this is not something that is birthed out of nowhere and that you'll get right off the bat. Not at all. This is something that needs to be consciously developed. This is something that should be a top priority for us as leaders and leaders of teams that this should be really focused on, which is understanding how you can communicate effectively to get the results that you need for your team members. Also, to be able to understand what issues are happening, how to resolve it quickly so that you can meet your project goals. Also, I want to also mention that there is something to be said about having effective team meetings. Yes, meetings. I'm a big fan of effective team meetings. If you heard that correctly, I said effective team meetings. So here's what you should do. Here's just my suggestion, just in terms of how you can be able to get the best out of your team members. Number one, have an agenda for every meeting that really goes over not just action items. This is not just checking off the box kind of thing. This is really getting key updates from your team, goal setting and goal tracking. Yes, you heard that right. Goal setting and goal tracking. And that's key. I believe that one of the things that has been a game changer for me is actually actively monitoring weekly my goals and seeing if I'm going to hit them for the month or if I'm going to hit them for the quarter. And I can tell what type of trajectory that I'm on and that because of that data and because of that information, I can actually make adjustments. So I would for sure start adding in the elements if you're not doing that already adding in, are you all hitting your goals, right? And your project should be supporting the goals that you are executing on. All right, so we've talked about the people component. Now I wanna move to the process component, okay? And so this aspect of producing efficiently and producing consistently and meeting the quality and standards so that you can meet your goals also comes down to the fact that our process needs to be fluid. Our process needs to be concrete and it needs to be established for it to work effectively. So what does that mean exactly? We're talking about project management. We're talking about how we execute our work, how we go about managing the work. So you need to have a process in place. It needs to be clear. So this is everything from how you conduct webinars, to how you administer your meetings, how you produce your deliverables for your clients, your process for your client experience and your client intake process for when you get on the phone with your clients, contracting, invoicing, making sure that process is in place. That's what I mean. Having a process protects your time. So you wanna really make sure that you're looking internally, seeing where the gaps are, documenting the process, making sure that the team understands the process too, Make it fun too as well. Make sure you have team buy-in. Sit around, have some snacks, some popcorn, whatever it is that you want to have, and really dig in deep and really look at the gaps and then clean it up. Clean it up, make it efficient, and make it effective for the work that you're doing. So the third thing I want to focus on when it comes to managing our work and also, also managing this team thing is outcomes. It's super important that we are really understanding what is that end result? What are we looking to accomplish? What is the criteria that we're meeting by accomplishing these outcomes? And then last but not least, it is the tool. It is 
what is that technology component, that project management tool that you've adopted for your team that is going to really help you organize, centralize, and help you all execute efficiently. And so you can use different types of tools to do this. You can use a combination of Google Drive and ClickUp or Asana. We'll get into all those later on in the season, but you definitely want to make sure that you have your strategy, that you also have your process in place, and then you apply that to the tool that you're using in your business to actually manage the projects and the work. Your team can be super effective by having everything, well, I probably would say 90% of your work inside of a project management tool. And someone told me, not even a someone, shout out to Clark and Co., um, love Leslie. And she told me this and she was, we were talking about this aspect of people using tools without process and vice versa. So what we're talking about is this. You can have the right tool. It can be the one that's right for you and your team. But if you don't have a process in place, it's not going to work. Also, if you don't have someone properly trained on this particular tool, it's still not going to work effectively. So this is why you have to have the people factor in place. This is why you have to have training. This is why you have to have people on one accord when it comes to how you are producing your work. There's a process to it. And the tool, whether it's ClickUp or Asana or another type, of tool. They are not, these tools are not the miracle workers. These are not the tools that are going to tell you if you are accomplishing your work, if you don't have goal setting in place, if you don't have a process in place, if you don't have yourself and your team effectively trained to understand how to manage the tool, the process, and the work effectively. So it's all huge pieces of the puzzle, right? They're all contributing factors to executing your work and doing it efficiently and effectively. So I want to loop back to one of my previous points is that managing a team and working with a team is super rewarding and it also can be challenging at times. I even enjoy people, right? But sometimes people are going to people, if you know what I mean. And so it is why I believe communication is key especially when you're working together. If you ever heard of the the five stages of forming a team, you have the forming, you have the storming, you have the norming, performing, and the adjourning. So all teams are going to go through the ups and the downs and all of that. But I want you to understand this, a few things. Number one, I charge you with being transparent in your communication and team members as well. Be transparent in understanding your work, what needs to be accomplished, having creativity, having suggestions for process improvement. Be honest about roles and responsibilities. Do continuous evaluation on that. What does that look like three months down the road, four months when the year ends? Should your team members be doing the same duties? Should you be promoting people? What about skills-based training? Where are those pockets within your team that you need to grow? Where are those gaps that you need to fill? Create your own motherboard, which entails centralizing your docs, your documentation, your tasks, and your communication. I also definitely am a huge proponent 
of incorporating 15-minute daily stand-ups. Or you can do them at least three times a week. What that does is it gets everyone into the mode of really focusing in on what are the heartbeats of an issue at hand. You can set this up via Zoom or even Slack, and you can just do this. Meet with your team, ask about four things. What's due? What are the risks? What are the issues? How can we collaborate? You want to hit those four issues, and then everyone can go and execute on the work accordingly. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode talking about team communication, talking about developing your team, and how you can actually effectively execute on your projects. Remember, there's four elements, the people, the process, the outcomes, and the tool. And that all are contributing factors to effective project management. Make sure you share this episode with a friend. Don't forget to rate the podcast, leave a review, and I'll see you soon on the next episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. We'll talk soon. Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the Click Up VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.